Real Exam English, Season 2, Episode 8, Work. Hello and welcome to Real Exam English. Today's topic is work. This is a super common topic in English exams. You can be asked questions about your job or your career and what you like or don't like about your job. When describing photos, you might have to speak about jobs and what those jobs entail. You may have a dialogue about different professions or which aspects of a job are the most important. So there's loads of things you can be asked about, really. In today's episode, you're going to hear lots of top class vocabulary. We take a look at a few different ways to use the preposition on and we hear some amazing idioms. As usual, we have a bunch of different accents. Our first one is from the US. Here we go. What do you do? Uh, I'm a construction superintendent, so I build high-class offices. So offices for lawyers and, and companies and large corporations that need new offices and high-rises mostly. What do you most like about your job? Um, I get to meet a lot of really interesting people, uh, both my clients and the people that I work with. I get to, to meet a lot of really neat artisans because the clients that I have like to have one-off products, so individual products made by high-quality artisans. So I get a lot of a lot of neat uh, neat projects that wouldn't necessarily come through a, an average construction site, if that makes sense. What jobs are most highly respected in your country? Oh man, um, probably doctors, lawyers, and businessmen, people with professional degrees. I would think. Um, kind of the the same ones that I think kind of are respected internationally as well. People that have sought out education and uh, self-improvement, I think, are typically fairly well respected. Okay, so we had a few compound adjectives and a compound noun here. So remember, this is where you make an adjective or a noun by combining two or more existing words like high class, which was our first example, high class offices which of course are offices of a very good quality. Then we had high rises, which are buildings with many floors. Next was one-off products, which are products which are only made one time. Following that was high quality artisans, which is kind of self-explanatory. And lastly was self-improvement. So this is the type of advanced vocabulary you want to be getting into your answers, particularly at a C1 and C2 level or IELTS band 7, and not only in your speaking, but in your writings too. Do you think it benefits companies if they organize social activities for the staff? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, because I think it, uh, I mean, I think that it does allow an opportunity for for some of the employees to interact when they're willing, you know, so long as the, the event is, is not obligatory and, and it's, you know, uh, the appropriate activity or setting, you know, for people to enjoy themselves. Um, it's been my experience that uh, alcohol, the presence of alcohol usually facilitates that being a little bit more fun <laughs> depending upon the environment but uh, that always helps I feel like. Would you mind a job which involves some evening work? Would I mind a job that involves some evening work? Yes at the moment I would uh, primarily because the evening is when I need to um, you know receive my family when they come home from work and school and 
and prepare dinner and um, have some time to spend with the children and then get ready for bed. So missing out on that as a result of work, which sometimes I do because uh, my job requires me to be on call on occasion. And um, I don't particularly enjoy receiving phone calls in the evening when I would typically be spending that time with my family. So I'm not, I'm not very keen on uh, working in the evening. We're going to focus on the preposition on here, as we heard it used in lots of different ways. Firstly, we heard depending upon. So upon has the same core meaning as on, but it is sometimes more formal than on and is preferred in some particular phrases such as once upon a time or Easter is almost upon us. So it's fine to say depending upon or depending on, but absolutely not depending of Spanish listeners, take note. Our next use of on was to miss out on something. This means to not use the opportunity to enjoy something. Like, we didn't have a computer when I was a kid, and I feel like I missed out on a lot. Then we had to be on call, which is used to describe when somebody who works, like a doctor or perhaps an IT worker, has to be alert and available to come back into the workplace in the event that they are needed. Next up was on occasion, which is a nice way of saying sometimes, but not often. And the last on we had was to be keen on something, which means you like doing it. For example, I am not keen on cleaning the toilets. Would you prefer to work for a small or a large organization? That kind of question, I think, is 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 a is an interesting one because I think it really depends on the individual. Some people are very suited to working for large organisations. Um, it suits them because there's a degree of anonymity and they can sort of get on with doing their day job and they don't necessarily have to put their head above the parapet. Or because it gives them a lot of opportunities to work in in sections of the organisation or in different countries that you wouldn't necessarily get if you're in a small organisation. But the flip side is that you tend to have less of a work-life balance if you work in a large organisation. Depends on, gets on with doing their day job. That preposition on is everywhere today. We had a super idiom to put your head above the parapet. This means to be brave enough to give an opinion that might upset someone. For instance, the manager was in a terrible mood and nobody was willing to put their head above the parapet to tell him his new business plan sucked. Then we had a really useful expression to describe the opposite or less good side of something. That was the flip side. You could use this anytime you're asked to talk about the advantages and disadvantages of something, which is quite common in English exams. I'm thinking in a dialogue in particular, it would be good. Like if your partner says something is positive, you could respond with, that's true, but the flip side is that, blah, 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 blah. Really handy and easy to use that one. For copies of the transcripts, please go to the Real Exam English webpage. That's realexamenglish.com. You can also find information there about classes. There are group classes for B2 and C1 levels and individual classes are available also. What do you least like about your job? Um, I least like... Mm, this is a bit controversial. I hope they don't hear it. But because it's a bunch of women uh, working in the library... 
maybe they've got nothing better to do than gossip. So I think the worst thing about my job is gossip. So um, which in turn can like change into bitching. So it's not just gossip, it's bitching as well. And you have your favourites and you have your people you can confide in and blah, blah, blah. And then you know that people are talking about you or maybe you're talking about someone else. And it's unfortunately, that's just what comes with working in a team of women. So, yeah, gossiping or gossiping or bitching or whatever you want to call it, that is the worst thing about my job. Is there a particular job you think deserves to be highly paid? Yeah, mine. (laughs) No, um, mine's pretty easy, so it probably doesn't need need to be highly paid. Um, Nursing, I guess. Nurses should be paid more, I think. Um, Who else? Like people that help uh, society, I guess, and the community. Probably like social workers, carers, any job like that, really, you know, kind of like, I guess with COVID as well at the moment, with um, the nurses being on the front line and kind of putting their asses on the line, if you will, they should be getting paid loads and loads of money because, yeah, they're they're just taking care of of the whole world, basically. A couple of great expressions here, the nurses being on the front line. So this means that they are in a position where they are exposing themselves to risk or danger. And then they're putting their asses on the line is a variation of the same thing, but of course, more informal. Two awesome expressions there. What do you do? I am a communications freelancer um, working in the sustainability sector. So I help companies who want to communicate credibly, no greenwashing, um, by helping non-native speakers who have written in English to to improve it, by doing social media training, writing websites, working with journalists, etc. What do you most like about your job? I really like the flexibility of my job. I have lots of different types of clients, from companies to trade associations to NGOs, and I really like the fact that I feel like I'm making a difference in my career because I'm not just doing straightforward communications for anyone. I think really hard about who I want to work with and whether they want to make meaningful change with what they're producing, what they're making, the services that they're offering. So, yeah. Lots of nice big words here, which often tend to be seen as higher level vocabulary and so can be good to use. We heard communication freelancer sustainability, straightforward communications, meaningful change, and this superb word greenwashing. So greenwashing is behaving or doing activities that make people believe that a company is doing more to protect the environment than it really is. For example, the campaign was little more than greenwashing to improve the oil company's image. What are the advantages of working for a small company rather than a large one? In general, there's less red tape, uh, less less loopholes to go through to accomplish a task working for a small company. Uh, there are less formalised processes, so it's more 
interesting and you can find your own way to do things and do things your own way. Uh, disadvantages being that you don't have the financial clout often of a large company. So when dealing with other companies, you don't get as good a deal on things um, and you can't negotiate better discounts, etc., etc. There are swings and roundabouts. Do you think people will spend a longer or shorter time at work in the future? From a personal standpoint, I hope it is less. There will always be people that want to work and that identify as someone that works and that being their main focus in life. I'm not one of those people. Um, I'm keen to work from home whenever possible. Uh, I do appreciate the benefit of going to an office um like the social aspects and the fact that working as a team is valid and helps you get things done in a more interesting and collaborative way but also i like not spending 45 minutes each way commuting to the office more top-notch vocabulary here we heard red tape which relates to official rules that seem unnecessary and cause delays like after Brexit, the amount of red tape involved in exporting goods was prohibitive. Then we heard clout, which is power and influence. In our example, it was financial clout. Or you could say, despite being king of the country, he doesn't really have any political clout. Then at the start of the second answer, we heard yet another great way to express your opinion. And that was from a personal standpoint. We've heard so many similar expressions in previous episodes, but that's a really nice one to finish off with today from a personal standpoint. Okay, guys, that's about all. Some really impressive answers today. Hopefully you picked up a few nice words and expressions that you'll be able to use. Remember that when you learn new language, it's really important to use it soon after you learn it. A great way to do this is to do a writing so to practice today's vocabulary, for instance, you could write about the advantages and disadvantages of your current job. Or if you don't work, you could write about your dream job. Alternatively, if you have someone you can speak with, then make a note of a handful of expressions or words that you want to practice and try to get them into your next conversation. As we said before, guys, you got to use it or lose it. Okay, folks, if you like the podcast, it would be great if you could click like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And if you're looking for classes to prepare for an exam or just for general English, then give me a shout on the contact details on the Real Exam English webpage. Thanks very much for listening today. All the best, Trevor. Trevor.